Today is June 8th, 2018. This is episode 84 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Flatus and Shinder. Welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flatus. With me, as always, this host is, you know, the cream in between an Oreo. It's Shin. Your camera is so blurry. (laughs) I don't know what happened. I just, I thought it was good. Go home, camera. It looks good on my screen. Go home, camera. Camera's drunk. Because I, I reset it, yeah. Camera's drunk. I mean, what's going on? It's Friday. Friday is great. It is great. I have beer. Me too. I don't have a new one though. It, it's still old ones. Mine says your daily rendezvous in paradise awaits with the sunny tropical escape. Aloha. But it's made in Boston. Pineapple. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the UFO pineapple, a luscious Hefeweizen burst with tropical flavor. It's really good. It smells like pineapple. <laughs> Just a moment of silence while we both drink beer. <laughs> moment of silence. As you do. <laughs> Alright, so I, I went through it and I have a lot of news here, so news I, I will jump into it. Sure. In an attempt to get through it all fast so we can like actually get into content. So right off the bat, Final Fantasy XIV news. Patch 4.31 is live. Ultima Weapon Ultimate is now fully operational. Uh, there are a lot of streamers going and attempting that right now. Sounds pretty interesting. Haven't actually seen the fight yet, but it sounds like it's a lot of fun and a lot of people are very impressed with it. Uh, Square Enix is also hitting up E3, which if you weren't aware, as you've been living under a box for the last few months, uh, is happening next week. Uh, E3, or sorry, Square is doing uh, two presentations during E3 this year. One is their showcase on uh, Monday, June 11th at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, or at 5 p.m. Uh, GMT. There's also a letter from the producer live that's going to happen the following day on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, or 6 p.m. GMT. Uh, for those who are at E3, there will be, of course, the battle challenge. You will have a chance of winning a classic I Beat shirt. Uh, you do not, unfortunately, get one for Tsukuyomi, uh, but that is who you will be fighting. Uh, other fun things that they've done this week uh, the Break It Rain campaign is back. Don't forget to do those quests, get some MGP, uh, maybe get a bunny suit. 
the Eureka emote from last year is on the Mog Station for $2. So you can go and tell all of your friends you've actually got an idea now. Uh, on top of that, there is, uh, if you're in the EU region, then there is a glamour extravaganza contest going on right now. Uh, who doesn't love a little bit of glamorousness? Uh, to celebrate the Make It Rain campaign, the EU community team is challenging you to show off your greatest, flashiest, and most extravaganza glamour you can think of. Uh, yeah. As well, uh, based on all of the overwhelming feedback that the uh, Final Fantasy XIV dev team has received, uh, they have decided to roll back the change on Alliance raids. You will now be able to need on loot again. You do not have to uh, only greed, so that should be coming in a future patch. Uh, and finally, uh, next weekend, the uh, next Friday and Saturday actually is the Eorzean Symphony uh, taking place in Los Angeles. If you haven't got tickets and you're interested, you should definitely go and do that, uh, like me. And if you have got tickets, hopefully I will see you there. Uh, and if you are unable to, or if you are disinterested, uh, US Gamer and WWG both sat down with Sokin last week uh, to talk about his experiences with both the concerts and his work on Final Fantasy XIV. So check out the Lodestone for the links to those. Sweet mercy. I'm taking a break for a drink and because safe. <laughs> uh, I will touch on the points that you should you should watch some of the fight. I have to say, like watching that a little bit, I was like, I kind of fucking kind of want to run it. <laughs> you always want to run it until you actually start running it. And then you go, oh, that's why I don't do this content. Uh, no, well, that's not necessarily true. I was having fun with Binding Coil synced. I, I had no issues with Binding Coil Synced. I was having a blast. Binding Coil Synced was fun until we got nailed. <laughs> to be fair, though, I had issues with certain people in that group. That's completely fair, but that's 99% of the problem problems with rating. Well, it you wasn't have to put up with other people. No, no, it wasn't like an issue with like the people's personalities. It was just you and I could see the problem and I, we were both, we were both were like, this is the problem. That, that's what I mean. It wasn't a personality thing. You have to deal with other people and there are limitations as to what other people can do. And unless you can get a group that is all on the same page, which is a very difficult thing to do. It, it's hard. Ah, people. Bastards. All of <laughs> No, I yes. should I should pull oh, that clip. On Blurry World. What? What? How much have you been drinking? There you go. I just this is your, really... your camera just went like super blur. Did it? Oh god, it's all. I don't know what's going on. You're anymore. good now. I, am I? Well, you're back to normal. Yay! It's all it's all coming up. So while you drink, I'll go ahead and jump into the community news. The Stage Reborn has announced a Midsummer's Night Dream as their next project. If you'd like to addition, go check out their website, astagereborn.com. Uh, I'm excited for this because I love Shakespeare, so I'm down. I've never seen a Midsummer Night's Dream, so I'm looking forward to it. You've never? Oh, dude, so good. I think I might have seen or read like maybe three or four Shakespeare plays. Which ones? Uh, Romeo, uh, Romeo and Juliet, of, yeah, course, of course. Hamlet. Mm-hmm. Wow, Hamlet. That's that's sometimes a tough one to get through for a lot of people. 
I'm actually thinking I don't know. I don't think I've read any other ones. What about Macbeth? Usually people read yes, Macbeth. Yes, I did do Macbeth. I'm trying to think of the other one. Usually Midsummer Night Dream. The other, the other major one that people I know people read is The Tempest. Tempted, but I never I haven't Tempest, read that one. And um, Taming Taming of the Shrew is usually one that people read. I've I'm that I, nerd. I haven't heard that much. It's a bit. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> uh, Twelfth Night, that's also a good one. I'm I'm that nerd. <laughs> I'm that nerd. <sighs> it's okay. It's okay to be that nerd. I'm that nerd. I'm also a Poe nerd. I have so. nothing against Shakespeare. I have nothing against Shakespeare either. There's people, although, I mean, this is not a Shakespeare podcast, but there is Shakespeare goes deep. Like, people believe Shakespeare didn't write any of that shit. And, like, like it's a weird, Shakespeare's got a weird story. Anyway, uh, flat, it's me. Uh, we'll be streaming more often on the Maelstrom Radio channel. Make sure to subscribe and watch. Yeah, that's true. You should be doing that uh, for a lot of reasons. Um, one, they just announced that we are going to be able to increase the emotes we give you. Um, based on longevity of re-subbing to us. So now Shin and I are going to look into making sure that we find new emotes for you guys to get. Um, for, the longer you come, the more emotes you get. Yeah. I We can't make a Pound Town emote, apparently. <laughs> can we make a Garlean tube? Can we, just, can we figure out what that would look like and make that an... <clears throat> I'm tr- listen, I was trying to figure out how to make put it in your mouth an emote. <laughs> There's no way that we can make that. That will get accepted. <laughs> Put it in your mouth. They're going to be like, the fuck is this? All right. Uh, <clears throat> after months of issues, and thank you to... Oh God, let me see the guy. He just followed us, too, on Twitter. And I could pull his name really quick. Dip, 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 dip. Uh, but thank you to... Why, why I find that... I want to thank... Uh, after months of issues with our, on our previous host, we're now running on a new one. All episodes, once again, will be available listening to your favorite podcast app. Need to check Apple uh, for podcasts um, because uh, I didn't do it when I got home, so I need to double check to see a uh, little something wonky with our, our RSS feed with Apple, but uh, we had nothing updating on Apple's side. Our host broke our website. We tried to fix it. And Apple decided to delist our podcast. We're going to bring it back this weekend. It's true. Uh, and then Oni's Arcade, thank you for the... He's like, he thought we quit on him. Like, And if you're one of those people, we're sorry. Like, we, we're honestly sorry. We don't want you to think that we stopped the show for any reason. Like, we've been doing this. And it just sucks that you've not got to hear what we've put out. That means you've missed a lot of great shows with The Stage Reborn and Lucky Sparrow and... Our, our whole month of music may fucking didn't hit your 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 feed and I feel really bad about that uh, and our host is the dick we got a new host though so that'll all be fixed this weekend and uh, but good news on to better news uh, the site is back up by the way you can go and subscribe through non Apple yep but the Apple stuff should take a couple more days mm-hmm and uh, on to some awesome news. Maelstrom Radio is now a Humble partner. Uh, purchases from Humble through us will have proceeds go towards supporting Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League. Uh, uh, Peggy Adams Animal Rescue League is a uh, a non-for-profit here in, in my area. Uh, my dog, Greg, uh, goes there for shots, and they do great work. Last year alone, they helped over 45,000 dogs and cats with spaying and neutering. They have a uh, food pantry for pets. That way, people who can't afford 
uh, are going through hard times and can't afford food for their pets, they can make sure that those animals are getting fed. Uh, they do great work. They take in strays. Uh, they do uh, trap release. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, trap, spay, release, return, something like that. I don't know. There's like some weird like moniker, but they do that for cats here in the area to make sure that uh, cats are being spayed and neutered. And they're they're really great. Just just phenomenal. Um, uh, non for profit and uh, our you know your purchases when you find a bundle that you like use our link and Peggy Adams gets gets stuff it went, it's win-win for everybody really in the end you get video games Peggy Adams gets money and then Maelstrom Radio makes happy times with humble I guess I don't know what that means but uh so that's it that's all I got for community news uh but Yet again, thank you to all of our Apple listeners for supporting us, and thank you to Oni's Arcade for pointing it out that that thing was not working. So uh, now, a couple weeks ago, I had made a post on Twitter asking, what were your unpopular Final Fantasy opinions? And holy shit. Not only did, uh, did, you know... People come out of the woodwork to tell us what their unpopular Final Fantasy opinions were. A lot of people came out of the woodwork. People that I don't even know who the hell we were were like, I I have strongly worded opinions. So I rounded those opinions up. I'm still not sure a lot of these are unpopular. Some of them actually are. Well, I see. Some of them are definitely unpopular, but there's ones in here that are like, "Mm." hmm. Some of them. Some of them by a person we may know, uh, safe as Sephiroth. <laughs> Not sure if his or unpopular opinions are just the ramblings of a madman. There's Not- some towards the end here that I- I'm not sure are so unpopular, but uh, we should probably dig in. Yeah. So There's a lot here. There is a lot here. So uh, we'll go with Aretha Karen. Karin Karen said, uh, Final Fantasy VII is the Ocarina of Time. This one, this one was well-worded. Final Fantasy VII is the Ocarina of Time of PlayStation 1 games. Revered in its time for its revolutionary breakthroughs in gaming technology, it no longer deserves the praise it gets, and also, like Ocarina, it is a heavily flawed game that deserves far more criticism than it's, than is being given. Uh... That's a lot of things to unpack. I mean, you're, we're both that Zelda. That is a lot. We're both Zelda fans. You chose this to go first. <laughs> I did, <clears throat> but we're because we were both Zelda fans, and I'm I played seven. So how do you? I mean, as, you've played Ocarina, right? There's no way you have. I haven't played seven, but I have played Ocarina of Time, and I have to disagree. I do think that it deserves the praise that it gets. Still, yeah, it's not a perfect game by any means. It's not even my favorite in the series, and nor was it my favorite in the series before Breath of the Wild came out. But I still think it's a pretty good game. Uh, yeah, I mean... I, even compared to a lot of like, games that have come out recently, it has relatively interesting gameplay. Like, yes, it's a lot shorter. It's not as deep or involved, and everyone knows the secrets because it's been out for 20 years. 30 years. But... I know, sorry, that's the series. It's been out for 20 years. But consider consider what Ocarina was at the time. Like that was the first time they were like, let's bring Zelda into the 3D, right? Like let's make it a 3D game, not a not a top down 
Um, to be fair, yeah, Ocarina, <laughs> Ocarina was line- more linear than the previous Zelda games. Oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't linear. No. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was linear in the sense that you had to do the dungeons in a specific so order, order, which was more linear, linear than the previous games. But the amount that you could do was still there. Like There was still yeah. a lot of non-linearity in your choices of what you had. Yeah, I mean... So, like, I agree with the fact that it was a revolutionary breakthrough. It was a huge gaming technologically. Uh, it, it was amazing when it came out. It was the first 3D Zelda. It was, uh, or the first fully 3D Zelda, I should say, the first game to kind of do all that. And same with all of that era of PS1 games. My contention with this is that it's no longer that. And I can't speak for Final Fantasy VII as I haven't played it, but I, I think it still is worthy of praise. Yeah, and sometimes you have to look past, like, I, I know a lot of people will shit on me for saying this, because everybody hates when people say this about, like, uh, Fallout or or um, the Elder Scrolls games, like, oh, it's got bugs, but that's part of the charm, like, alright, yeah, like, there were issues with Ocarina of Time, the same with Final Fantasy VII, it had issues, but considering that those were titles that those two companies were like, all right, we're stepping out of our comfort zone for the first time trying to make our stories come to life. You, I got to give them some fucking credit. <laughs> like given the technology they had at, at their disposable, given, given what they could do. I mean, seven was a f- like a feat, like, like it had cutscenes, it had story it threw. Um, it was pushing, at the time what they could get out of the the system um and they did it did it did a job it did a great job of it uh same with ocarina like i think ocarina is the same thing like do i think that majora's mass compared to ocarina was a better game sure maybe i prefer ocarina a little more <laughs> i think i prefer ocarina a little more because it's the music that's just me <laughs> Um, oh, I'm a fan of Majora's Mask. I uh, know I like Majora's Mask, but I think I think Ocarina inches out just slightly, just because I love the music. Uh, dude, Song of Storms. <laughs> Song of Storms is in both. Yeah, but you got masks. Yeah, you could parade around in a duck mask and have chickens follow you. It's you're right. Well, you could turn into a Zara. Well, also, be, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, I, I, I love Majora's Mask because it it is it, it is takes place. I mean, if you if you really if we're gonna go, I don't want to go too deep on fucking Majora's Mask, but it is it does take place in the afterlife. Like, we can have a whole episode around no, Zelda here. Look, 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 it does take place in the afterlife. It's cool because spoopy. I like the spoopiness of it. Seven. Th- there's more about seven in here, so we'll hop back to seven. But for right now, like like as a as a breakthrough title, as a revolutionary thing, yes. Um, but you can't say it no longer deserves its praise. That's like saying, um, someone gave a speech in the past and that pe- that speech deserved praise, but now that speech doesn't deserve praise like that, like you, it's because someone gave a better speech or a better version of that speech, or they took that speech and like, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't do that. <laughs> it's, just, it, it, it's uh, actually like we were talking about earlier, like Shakespeare, Shakespeare, had really good plays he's still praised for his plays do they compare to anything that we can put out today technically no we have much much better technology now storylines 
we've heard quite a few of the same storylines. We've had new storylines. We've had different ones. We've had experimental. We have a lot of really, really interesting uh, stories come out since then. That's what, like 1600s, 1400s? Hundreds of years ago. Can't remember exactly <laughs> when he was around. In any case, lots has happened since then. Like, it's one of those things that you can't really compare like older art with the new art. Now, on the other hand, uh, if you are comparing this against the direct successors to it, yes, Final Fantasy VII has nothing on the newer titles. And just like Ocarina of Time doesn't have anything on the newer titles. But that's just the nature of uh, art and storytelling is if it's not like it should be getting better over time. If it's not, the game crashes and burns and you end up with Doom. Wait. wait. <laughs> like the new the, Doom the, or the... Yeah. Or yeah, uh, the original one, was, I was told, was pretty good. And then they were going to release the new one and it was going to be the best thing ever. And 20 years later, they finally released it. And it wasn't. No, I thought Doom 2016 was good, though. The new Doom was good. Like, the newest Doom was good. That's actually... Yeah, no, I was thinking, I was thinking of the one that was the before that, the one that was vaporware for, like, 20 years. Oh, that Doom. Oh, no, no, wait, yeah, no, 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 you're thinking of Duke Nukem. You're thinking of Duke Nukem. No, that that is sad. Also, those jokes, those Duke Nukem jokes don't. In this day and age, those just don't it those don't <laughs> those don't work now. <laughs> you can't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's a whole other story. That's a whole other show. Anyway, uh Mary well, actually here, if you if you want if you want an example of art that gets better over time, look at the Harry Potter games. Okay, I'm with you. Have you ever played the original, like Harry Potter, like the originals, the Philosopher's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, those games? It was early 2000s. The graphics are terrible. The controls are horrid. Mm-hmm. The storytelling is very, very on the rails. <laughs> now, I haven't actually seen the later games, but I'm assuming that whatever they put out is infinitely better than what was. I, listen, the best game they ever put out was Quidditch, and that game is awesome. I wish there was another Quidditch game on PC. I'd play the shit out of it. <laughs> they had multiplayer? I've been told that the LEGO games are really, really good. I'm sure. Like, that just goes so- for all LEGO games, but so Harry Potter LEGO. LEGO is one of them. The LEGO games are great. Fucking waiting for LEGO World of Warcraft. Um, Nanamo should have died in 2.5. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. I think it's an unpopular opinion. I don't disagree with it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know who would have agreed with it, though. I th- Even Emmy, of all people, agrees that Nanamo should have died in 2.5. And Emmy is Nanamo. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I, I do think that there are people that disagree. They, they like how the story came out. But yeah, I, I think it would have made more sense had she died. Like, but on the other hand, like if she since she didn't die, we've got all this current storyline which we just couldn't have done otherwise. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like I know some people are probably like, "Man, Homegirl died," and all of a sudden they're playing through like Heaven's Word and like, oh, "Homegirl lived." <laughs> they're like, "Oh, he got his arm cut off for no reason." Ah, damn. I mean, like. Even with the whole Dynamo thing, like, all right, she came back. That was a little bit controversial because, you know, she didn't end up dying. But then when it happened to almost every other character, it's like. 
you know. Some people just need to stay dead. It happened. Caius lives. <laughs> Listen, I'm happy he's alive. There was no proof he died, though. There was no proof that he died. You mean like Xenos, where he slit his throat and then he's better now? Uh, I mean, that's he proof he died. We even buried the body. Listen, that's our own fault. Why didn't we burn it? Like you burn bodies. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was dead for a few days beforehand. What? But, you know, an Asian got in there, though. He was like, blah, 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 blah. In fact, if he's gone, right? If he's. I, listen, I got a lot of questions about how Asian, like, body swaps were. Because if, if he was dead, then he was just a shell there. You took him out. Like, and also. All right. I got. Maybe I got it. It's the same answer as everything, though. Garlean tubes? <laughs> no, the echo. Oh. That's. Fucking. That fucker doesn't. He doesn't have the echo. He's got a little. He's got a. Doobity dot here, whatever. No, but the Asians. The Asians have some sort of thing. They don't. Asians don't have echo. They have Asian powers. They have zodiac echo, whatever the fuck that's called. Zeko. <laughs> Zoid. Zoids. It's the reverse of echo. Ocheco. Oche. Oche. Fucking Asians have Oche. Yeah. Well then. Yep, there it is. Thanks, fucking dear Anonymous. (laughs) Moving on, we had uh, another user by the name of Mary Matsuri. Uh, I haven't really cared about any of the MSQ NPCs, and I actually do watch cutscenes. I have more feelings for Namazu than Harshafant. My only response to this is, are you heartless? I mean, I don't know. Have you... S- All right. Well, you haven't. The, the Namazu are pretty awesome, but how can you not have any feeling for Harshafant? He can't fit into a sack. <laughs> I mean, we haven't tried. Either. Now he can. <laughs> I can't argue that. Godly Trickery says, and I think modern fantasy setting styles like 15, 13, and 12 are trash and entirely boring. It could be done right, but it hasn't, in my opinion. Uh, fair, I guess? I, that, I mean, that might be... That's a weird one, because... I know a lot of people who don't like 15, 13, and 12, and I know a lot of people who like 15, 13, and 12. But is it because of the setting, or is it because of the game itself? Like, I know a lot of people that dislike 15, but it's because of the gameplay and the story as opposed to the actual setting. That's a great point. I know a lot of people that don't like 13 because of the story, not the setting. It has nothing to do with the fact that it's a futuristic, like style setting uh same with 12 like i know a lot of people although 12 does take place in at least of all you know so that's dope in itself and just vier so sorry but what i was gonna say is that i don't know if people i don't know of any very many people who are like ah fuck ah, fuck. (laughs) 
future? I can definitely see this being a controversial or unpopular opinion just because like a lot of people do like those settings. And I don't quite agree fully with this tweet. Like I do think that at least for 15, I think the setting was pretty nice and it was a very interesting take on it. But to some degree, like I don't agree, I don't agree that it hasn't been done right. I think it's been done right so far, or it has been done right in many cases, but I don't think it's necessarily gone far enough. I think there's a lot of room for improvement still in these settings that a lot of fantasy settings have had years and years, or a lot of just modern settings have had years and years. But this combination of fantasy and modern setting hasn't had a lot of exploration. There hasn't been a lot of titles in it. We haven't seen a lot with it. And I think uh, it's like it's more of a just a, it has to have time to for people to get used to it, to explore what the possibilities are and how you can kind of merge those two things together into one. Can, can I ask you something uh, just out of curiosity? Would you place Final Fantasy 14 in that bracket? Because no. I would really you wouldn't even though we have like the link pearls, we have the Garleans with their technology and stuff like that. I would still put high fan, uh, Final Fantasy as a fantasy, probably a high fantasy setting. Uh, it, it does have a lot of that technology aspect, but a lot of it is more cyberpunk and magitech. So it's more of like magic combined with technology as opposed to actual technology. Whereas I would put something more um, like Final Fantasy 15, where there is a lot of modern elements like cell phones and cars and things like that. Um, as a but. Like it, still with the fantasy elements, with magic and all that sort of stuff. Okay, I I, I could see that. I just I'm just wondering, Be, j- just because hey, I was we like, also don't see this. You you don't see this a lot in um, TV content, like a show content either. Like there's not a lot of media that combines these two things um, and does it really really well. You're correct because oh man, Will Smith just had that movie come out on Netflix. Right. Bright. Which Bright was uh, honestly, like, apart from the actual movie itself, which I thought was okay, the the concept of taking that high fantasy and merging it with the world, I think they did a really interesting job, and I'd like to see more world building around it because yep. I think with a lot of these settings, there is a lot of potential. There's a huge potential because we haven't seen it. We've seen westerns, we've seen old like historical movies, we've seen uh, futuristic movies, we've seen fantasy movies the merging of these genres into a combined thing isn't something that we've seen as often. And I think when something finally pulls off a really, really well done uh, piece of art with it, then like, it'll be really well received. Oh, I, I, yeah, it will be. You're absolutely right. Like I, I just found out now I may be behind the curve on this. I just found out that uh, Pathfinder had, had, had some point created a, an, their, they took their RP book and flipped it and made Starfinder, which is set in, in in space. And I was like, I I was like, and that was the first time I was like, I fucking kind of want that book. <laughs> I kind of want, I want to fucking roll whatever characters I can roll in that thing. But I was like, I saw like all the alien type creatures. I was like, I need to know what's in there. I mean, to some degree, you get like we've had little flirts with that sort of idea. Like if you look back in, uh, what was it, 10, 15 years ago, we had Avatar that came out the one with the blue alien people not the animated show that was really good but it had the whole uh kind uh-huh. of pseudo fantasy with the the space and the the otherly worldly sort of uh 
thing mixed in with the, techn- the highly technological, more modern, uh, futuristic aspect. And that merged two kind of worlds, the, the nature and the tech, although that's kind of been repeated quite often now as well. And the end result was it was a very nice looking movie. We must obtain the unobtainium. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on the plot. Listen, I'm I'm just saying, like, I don't fuck. I don't care what he says. He was like, oh, that wasn't supposed to be in the movie. I'm like, motherfucker, you're directing. How do you not know what he's saying? <laughs> you cut that shit. You cut it. You knew it was in there. Space Pocahontas. <laughs> well, what, space, space Pocahontas was also space. Um, what's that one movie with Robin Williams and like where they're like they're, the rainforest is getting cut down. <laughs> He's like Robin Williams. Fern Gully? Yes, it's Space Fern Gully. Tell me it's not. No, it wasn't Space Fern Gully because it didn't have Batty. They didn't have Robin Williams' character, and that was it like did. the best thing. It did have Batty. It just was the, the thing he connected into that flew around. It just didn't talk. Yeah, no, no, it was the attitude. It, uh, there wasn't a Robin Williams as character, and that's what made that movie. All of them. True. I'll send you links later, and I will not be sad if some of them get story or soundboarded. I well, I'm listen. I'm okay with that. I love Martha Williams. Uh, ah, he, ha ha. <laughs> listen, I'm just phonetically. That's how it would sound, right? Hua hua hua. Hua. I'm gonna let you say all of these names. Uh, ah hey, ah he. This is great. Ah he tuna says. <laughs> Two, <laughs> two and four. Of the after years aren't that terrible. All right, I mean they were extras. They're like like these bonus games. You don't need them. I know some people regard them as like meh, don't play those like they're pointless. But eh, you know it's 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 more of the world. The two like hey, I got more of this that I liked. So. Not necessarily, I'm not disagreeing with this person, it's just, this may be one of those ones where it's like, it may not be an unpopular opinion. Well, you know what, it may be, because I think a lot more people hate those two. <laughs> I haven't I haven't played either of them, so I can't give an opinion on this. I, I, I mean, they, they are... I, it's more one of those things where it's like, if you, you like a world, right? Like, for example, like, let's say... You like Star Wars and you're like, I'm going to go read the Star Wars books because I want more from this universe and I'm going to see the extra Star Wars movies that are not the like the traditional like the episodes. I'm going to go see Solo and and uh, the whoops, shit what was the other one that just came out uh, or that came out like a year ago. The, um, the one where they Which one? the Rogue One. It's like I'm going to watch those because those that's more in this universe, even though they might not be specifically episode one or two whatever it's more of in that universe the same thing like you're getting more of that universe play it if you and then if not find it on i mean it's on steam find it on sale get it i mean they go on sale all the time get them on get them when they're like eight bucks or seven bucks and then you know the problem the problem is sometimes i think people regard them because like sometimes they they're just like the ports from the like the iphone (laughs) over to pc and that's kind of shit and that sucks and if that's why you don't like them understood 
I, I, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you bad port. Uh, Noshpan. Listen, I'm going with Noshpan. No, Noshpan? Not, Noshpan. Nosh, like, listen, <laughs> if I'm going to murder your names, let me murder because <laughs> it'd be funnier. Uh, I liked Hope from Final Fantasy 13. He had some great character development. Okay. Yeah, not a game I played, so I can't. Really I'm not a fan of 13, so <laughs> sure, I'll whatever. All right, here's one you are familiar with. Yashola should have been killed by Xenos. How do you feel about that? I I I don't know. I don't think that they're like. The, I think the whole idea is that the science died once, like killing, like killing them again seems a little on the nose right now. Still. I'm kind of mixed about this because I don't think I don't really know if Yastola should have even been there in the first place. She hasn't had a strong presence in Stormblood. A lot of that was explained by her almost dying from the fight with Xenos, but she hasn't like she was really, really uh, a strong voice in Heaven's Word, but they're almost non-existent in Stormblood. No, and, and I, I don't know if she, what she's going to do in the future. Like, she seems to be one of those characters that just kind of pops in as she's needed, which a lot of scions tend to. But I, she almost dies. She gets pulled out of the Aether Stream, and now she's blind, but she can see. But she dies, like loses her life force by doing this. But she, like, there's so many different things around her that I don't know what her character is really supposed to be for anymore. I have I have a kind of feeling that Yastola is going to be there till the end, just because we know that she's on borrowed time. But they'll they'll drag her story out long, just long enough, and bring her back. She's also a fan favorite in Japan. So oh like, hell yes, like, will not, like they will not kill her off to keep that audience. Yeah, there's a big just like Alfie is safe because Yoshi P likes Alfie. Yeah, and there's a big reason like. Like she was in Dissidia of all things. Like they could have put Alfie in, but she there's a big re like she's such a fan favorite that putting her in Dissidia was a no brainer for them. So also Alfie's not a fighter. Eh. I beg to differ. I love Alfie to bits. Alfie's not a fighter. He's not a swimmer either. He can swim now though. Also, not I guess he can summon meteors. So he's getting better at all of his things. Yeah, he's, he's, he's getting yeah. He's getting listen, even Maybe. Uh, he was getting better with money because remember, uh, Tataria said like he's getting he's he hasn't made any like bad you know expenditures in a while. Maybe when he goes to Garlemald and tries to like talk with them, there won't be a whole another Crystal Brave scenario. Yeah, I I'd like to see maybe in in the next expansion like everybody grew up a little bit more. Just just a boop boop. Like like also costume changes. Like Tatara's got a costume change right now, but I think they do a costume change every expansion. Have they though this expansion? Mm-hmm. Where was there? What yeah, was there? at Heaven's Word, they all got an upgrade to the winter clothes, and in Stormblood, they've all got an upgrade to more eastern. Did he? I need to see someone. Pretty sure someone someone find me that. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Sephiroth and Kefka are overrated. Sephiroth. Se- yeah, Sephiroth. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that the, the H is apparent for the 14 players. Yeah, not rocked. Not, yeah, not. I mean, 
I'll I'll go in on this one. Do I think that these two are overrated? No, I do not. I think they're well written. Bad. I think they're really well written evil characters. Uh, Kefka is a jester gone mad who wants to see. He is essentially the Joker, right? Like he is like like and 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 to put it great, he's he's uh, Dark Knight Rises Joker. Uh, or not, not Rises, but uh, whatever the second movie was. Uh, was it Rises? No. Dark Knight Returns? Dark Knight something? The Dark Knight. <laughs> He's that Joker where it's like he doesn't give a shit. Like, like you know, some men just want to watch the world burn. That is Kefka. That is Kefka. He's such a well-written bad guy because he's the person that's like he 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 he's well written he's like like you can only say he's overrated but kefka wins like in the end kefka wins like like spoiler fucking alert <laughs> but if you've never played that game kefka fucking wins you know but if you've not played it then you know that's <clears throat> you go play it you'll you know what's up so uh, i should go back to specify quick alfie hasn't got a new outfit in stormblood yet yet they have done a they have done a full outfit change for the scions every single expansion so far. So far, they all got a refresh in uh, Heaven's Word, and some of them have been refreshed in uh, Stormblood. Yeah, uh, as being the most popular example. Yeah, as for Sephiroth, uh, except Kral. <laughs> Sephiroth is. Also a well-written uh, bad guy, but he he's well-written in a different way. He's very much the... I, I, I know I've gone in, in about Seven before. Uh, seven is really much a story of loss. Like, I don't want to go deep real quick, but Seven is about, like, death. Like, it is absolutely about death. Um, and if you haven't played it, and, and it, like, I have, like, it's one of those things, like, I experienced, I, I lost a friend around the same time 7 came out, and I used 7, and I realized what Cloud was going through was the stages of grief during that game, and it's really, if you don't know that, 7 can be portrayed as, like, it's a really bad written game, unless you understand, like, he's going through the stages of grief during that game, and and that's what makes i think Sephiroth, he's the the opposite of that like he's not going through grief he wants to bring grief like he wants to bring pain like he he he's let into the pain where cloud's trying to get over it like Sephiroth wants to bring forth that that grief towards everyone um so it's a well it's a well written they're both well written characters uh we'll keep moving uh quickly x2 story is dumpster fire but the dress spheres was an interesting take on class switching all right. I know what I you know what unpopular pin bing. I agree with that one. <laughs> I agree with that one. I'm down with that one. Alright, the English face. Yeah, I'm the English face. Uh Final Fantasy IX is the best of the original PSX titles. I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion. I think that's just an opinion. <laughs> yeah, I I've talked to a lot of people about their favorite uh, Final Fantasy games in the series, and Nine is one of the ones that comes out on top quite often. It does. A lot of people like Nine just because it was the one that went back to, let's say, the old school type, like Final Fantasy, where it was like there's a black mage and a da like that, you know. Uh, and people like that. Uh, you know, it's also where Canary comes from and stuff. Like that. <laughs> so it's a fan favorite. Uh, Wim Scott, a, a.k.a. Feeney, you're my friend and I love you, but my favorite character, Final Fantasy yep. character. 
I should specify the person that she's referring to with you're my friend is uh, Sephiroth. Oh, this is safe. This is a reply to safe. As oh, Sephiroth. this is a, this is a reply so, to safe. Oh, this is why. Yes. All right. This is at safe. <laughs> you're my friend and I love you. But my favorite Final Fantasy character, Pinello, is the best and I will fight you. So uh, next week fights. <laughs> Uh, nobody real zero. Any hope for Final Fantasy X being good died when they're with the with the we've known all the long that this is a suicide mission, but we're too embarrassed to tell you guys. I feel like this is major spoilers for games I've never played. And probably won't for a while. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard. Final Fantasy X lost any hope of being good died with. We've all known all along that this is a suicide mission, but we're too embarrassed to tell you cutscene. I like that. That's a great that's a great response. Uh it's like the equivalent of playing through the whole thing and at the very end there's like, oh nope, sorry, this is just a dream. Yes. That is exactly it. That is exactly all right. That is ex- fucking to a T. <laughs> to a T. It, it is the worst literary device of doing the whole thing. And then, nope, sorry, it's all just a dream. We're going to recon that. <laughs> the exception here, I want to say, is Link's Awakening, the Zelda game, because one, I love that game. It was one of my favorite game- Zelda games. And two, they tell you right up front that it's a dream. So it's really not a surprise by the end of it. It's a surprise. In te- well, it's supposed to be. Well, let's go fucking play ten. I'm gonna I'm spoilers. Gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over this fucking large chunk because this person and I'll leave it up to you. But I'll I'll we can go back to these because that person said he'll call in and talk about these as long as he we'll keeps shotgun them later. All right, we we are we're pretty running close on time already. Yeah, so I'm gonna shotgun these because these are quick. Uh, Emmy from Musecast says Gosetsu Yutsu should have died in 4.0. I kind of agree, but then we wouldn't have gotten Tsukuyomi, and that would have made me sad. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad that she survived, and I'm also glad that they're no longer here. I'm down. <clears throat> uh, Brock F. and Sampson says Final Fantasy XIV is a story attached to a pretty version, uh, a, to a pretty version of Hungry Hungry Hippos online. I'm not sure where that's going. I really <laughs> want to expand on that, because... I might agree with this, and I don't know where the controversial part is. I'm trying to figure out where the Hungry Hungry Hippos part comes in. Like, like to me, Hungry Hippos is just slapping Fine. a butt. Yeah. Oh, I, I get Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, I kind of see it. I'll, I've, I was thinking just slapping a button and, and just constantly getting num-nums. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I'd do that. Fucking, that's what they do in zoos and shit. If, if I could just sit and watch an amazing story all the time and just hit a button and get free food and drink. <laughs> That's the life. Uh, and they go on to say Tactics is the best Final Fantasy title. Uh, That's I don't think that's a uh, I don't think that honestly, that, I don't think that's a unpopular opinion. I think a lot of people agree that, <laughs> that Tactics is really good. I haven't played Tactics nor most Final Fantasy games, but I have never heard someone say something bad about Tactics. Tactics is really good. Uh, Chris Reeves 3D Final Fantasy 7 actually is every bit as great as you remembered it and it's and it ain't this is out. <laughs> I we have conflicting tweets yeah which is 
really confusing about unpopular opinions, but yeah. I, yeah. I guess they are. Yeah. Grimhelm fates fates are unpopular. Everyone loves it. Uh, wait, all right. Mool around says science are good people. <laughs> I that's, that's not controversial. I think most people believe that it's just who's who's out Paul there though. Really hates R- it. Really, cr- it's Paul. Paul and Chili hate the Scions. But, but seriously, are they two like sitting there like <laughs> I don't trust these fuckers? <laughs> don't, they're gonna turn on us. I swear, the Asians are the good guys. I swear. Grimhelm says fates are actually really fun. They can be. I, they're doing. They're I doing, don't know if that's really controversial. It's, they're fun. I get, they're shit shows, but they can be fun. Hey, a good shit show could always be fun. It's kind of like. Um, I mean, this shit show is pretty it, entertaining sometimes. <laughs> I was say, it's kind of like the public events in Destiny. Same sort of idea, right? Or the. The rifts in Rift. It's or the the world events in Guild Wars Two as well. Like there's public quests in EverQuest Two, and I think Warhammer had them as well. Uh, and the same the the public quests in Warcraft. Like it's a shit show. That's a massive group of people. Well, not so much in Final Fantasy fourteen, but in the other games, there's a massive group of people that uh, swarms into an area, does something, and leaves. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they're really, really fun. Sometimes they're just terrible. Case in point, Odin. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go back up to this person. See if he's gonna, if he's hopping into that. These ones, these ones, we can probably shotgun quick. I don't think we have time to to bring him on and get everything set up here. I mean, and definitely I- do not have time for extended discussion about this. It, we could always bring that to another episode if we decided. True. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, the the ideal final. Fa- oh, he's he's fucking in the holding. Fa- I mean, I have it set up. It's really up to you. I can bring him in if he promises to make it quick. We, yeah, it's. All right. Let's bring him in and make him promise. <laughs> if he can't, right, we'll kick him. Twelve minutes. Twelve right. minutes. That's right. The timeline. Ah. Uh- Hey, oh, hey, Jesus. All right. I, I'm putting this at the beginning. We have 12 minutes and then I'm ending the show. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to tear through all my opinions really, really, really quick. Right. All right. Second. Go. go. For the people who yeah. have not listened to the show before or are not familiar, this is Safe Sephiroth. Welcome. Hi, I'm Safe Sephiroth from The Crucible. So I have a lot of unpopular FF or, or Final Fantasy series opinions. The biggest is that Final Fantasy VII is overrated trash, and I brook no argument against that. Ten Two is an underrated great game, and everyone who says otherwise is an idiot. Thirteen is all right, but over time, the way that, especially the way they treated Lightning and the sequels, and just the really creepy press release stuff, has poisoned the well, and I can't stand it anymore. Uh, 15 is an unfinished dumpster fire, and I think it's absolutely a travesty and a fucking half crime. One question on that note. Ignoring the story, the plot, and the characters in 15, what do you think of the world and the setting? Uh, What do I think of the world and setting of 15, ignoring the plot and the characters? I think that the setting is fine, and I think that making an open world was a big mistake. Sorry, I'm thinking more of the mixture of the modern and the fantasy. 
I absolutely love modern fantasy and it makes me even more mad because I hate 15 and I don't think they're going to do the exact same thing again ever because that's how Final Fantasy be. <laughs> Fair. Fair. All right, keep going. This is Okay. Side note, we really need to do a true facts about Final Fantasy with you. Oh, yeah, we really do. Oh, that that would be great. Talk talk to us after the show. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Um, So, uh, right, where did I leave off on this? I got so (laughs) passionate. Uh, I got so passionate. Uh, I think think that uh, Six's biggest strength is nostalgia and that everyone who loves Six and calls it their favorite uh, hasn't played it in the past 10 years and or they first played it when they were very young. I don't think that anyone who's played more Final Fantasies than six, like any of them except for a handful, would honestly look at six and go, it's the greatest of all time. I think that's completely absurd. Um, Kane Highwind is fucking awful and absolutely irredeemable as a character. And it's a shame that he's considered the archetypical Dragoon because, oh my God, Freya in nine is the absolute best Dragoon. Kane versus Stinian. Uh, Astinian is worse than Kane, barely. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. And Kane Highwind is the character who was super down with killing a child until his friend wasn't down with it. Uh, a Realm Reborn was great, and I think everyone who says otherwise is an idiot. Dissidia, the new Dissidia could have been better if it was more true to the characters, and it's a shame it wasn't. That applies to the older ones. And the console Dissidia is especially disappointing. Final Fantasy XIV's Mog Station is reasonable sometimes, terrible sometimes, and baffling sometimes. And I think that anyone who says it's universally one of those is wrong. I would rather lose three fingers of my choice than be forced to spend a year playing Final Fantasy XI nothing else. The original marketing for FF versus 13, which is what became 15, was a game that was, would have been massively better. Everyone's favorite Final Fantasy characters except mine are overrated. The extent to which I despise a given character is tied almost entirely to how loud their supporters are, except Kane and Estinian. The ideal FF game would play like Resonance of Fate with the equipment skill learning of 9, a modern fantasy style and aesthetic like 15, a bunch of Dragoons as cool as Freya, an in-depth class system, and would be a purely single-player experience with a stellar story. (laughs) Unpack that. Fucking, he did it, though. Unpack that shit. He did it. (laughs) He gave him him the toy. He did it, like, in five. I'm proud of you, Safe. I was expecting more rebuttals here. Yeah. No, I mean, oh, for me, I mean, yeah, I haven't played any of these games really, so I, 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 I mean, all right, I agree with the Mog Station stuff. Oh no, this fucking that's 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 a three way on the agreement thing. The it is baffling, but it's a hell of a lot. It's it's kind of it's kind of like the Lost Island, like you're like you're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on, <laughs> and there's like numbers and shit, and you're like, it's got to be important somewhere, and then like you find out that it doesn't mean. Mean anything. One is not a prime. They won it. Yeah, fucking one's not a prime. Uh, I mean, he's not wrong about Kane Highwind. I mean, Kane Highwind is. It's it's not. He's not awful. It's just he's 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 a, he's a favorite for people. Uh, six. Eh. Like I like six, but I also like seven. So you know, but I'm one of those weird fuckers who's like each one of these games is his own thing. So even though it's like it's got the same name, it's not a. It's kind of like every Zelda game isn't like, yeah, although they're all, that's hard because every Zelda game is technically connected because they released that fucking book and say, look, they're all sequels. 
I'm actually really disappointed. I think if we could get a Final Fantasy style game in a world like Breath of the Wild, it would be amazing. I, you know what? I would love that. That it's, yes. I, I think no the, game, no game. I don't know if there's any game that's really delivered on an open world concept like that. No, and if they were to, if if they were able to say. You can like equip weapons and and grow skills like safe said, but give it like the breath of the wild like ability to go in dungeons and explore the world where however you want and you're choosing, and and make it feel like a Final Fantasy game with towns and shit like that would be a fucking dope game. I'd be up that would be up my fucking alley. <laughs> I'd stream the shit out of that game. <laughs> Listen, you'd have to because you literally have no time for anything else. It's true. I, I mean, it's the same with like Octop. Like, all right, for like, here's one thing. Like, I know a lot of people are like, uh, like Final Fantasy. They may get, they haven't given up. I, I would say like, if you want like a classic Final Fantasy type feel, maybe Octopath Traveler is what Square Enix is, is putting out to to quell that like old school type, uh, Final Fantasy feeling. Um, especially given like the classes and everything like that. But if you've not looked up Octopath Traveler and like what that game is kind of gonna be about. It looks fucking crazy. Like I'm actually really like I'm like that may be like a day one purchase for my like I already have a switch. That's gonna be like a day one purchase game though, because like I like the idea that there's like two type of archetypes. Like there's a like you have a good class like a knight, and then you have like a rogue, and the rogues can use like a special ability to like kind of like coerce their way through townspeople to get certain items and and quests. Where the knight can do like good deeds to get certain items and quests, and like I like that. I like that there's branching ways of doing things, and you could fuck up, and <laughs> like if you're doing the rogue thing, you could screw up and then end up like paying a fine, and but you could try again. So I'd be down. Uh, I I disagree with safe on seven, but that's me. I know you do. And you know what? I think you have a really great reason to enjoy mm-hmm. seven and care about it as much as you do. That said, I think that that has nothing to do with the quality of the game. And I think it has everything to do with the message it carries being very good for you at the time personally, and that it sucks. I, I don't think it sucks. I honestly don't. I think it, I think it was a well played. I think the game played well. It's the same with Ocarina of Time. Like you might, I don't know if you ever played Ocarina of Time, but I don't know if you'd like Ocarina of Time. I actually did like Ocarina of Time as much as I was able to play it back in the day. Okay. But would you say that it's overrated? Go wrong with the Zelda. I think that Ocarina of Time is mostly overrated. All right. I don't think it's overrated, but I think it's overhyped. That, you know what? I agree with you on that. And see, that's. I think it's a great game, but people talk about it like it's the be all end all, and it's not. Yeah. But see, that's exactly. And I feel that's the same way with seven. I don't I don't think it's overrated. I just think it's overhyped. I think people are like, even with the remake, people are like, you mean give me that fucking dick. (laughs) Give me that buster sword. (laughs) Like you're going to like to be honest real quick. E3 is coming up next week. You're going to tell me not one person's like going to be waiting at that damn Square Enix conference and be like, you're going to hope they talk about seven. Like some creepy dude sweating. Of course, but that's the whole community. The community is obsessed with the seven remake. Of course they are. Like, like almost like, but they're also obsessed with like Kingdom Hearts. Well, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't put the same Final Fantasy. No, they are also obsessed with Kingdom Hearts. But Kingdom Hearts is coming out this year. Like that is a like they have. It is so unlike seven. They actually have gameplay. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm excited. I fucking love those games. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm now. I've never played any of you them. You would fucking love them. <laughs> I know. I want to. I need time. They're quick. They're not, they're not as long as like a Final Fantasy. They are fairly, you can probably blast through them on a week. <laughs> All of them on a week? Yeah, yeah. They're pretty fair. Yeah, I would say so. They're not that, like, they're not. Pretty sure they are just like four or five games. Yeah, they're not super long. They're not super long. Well, no, well, to be fair, the ones in between, like, I know there's four or five games, but don't, I mean, save yourself the hassle and do not play the fucking like, like, three, the DS and stuff. Like, they're good. They no, can, no, 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 just I'm talking about just the PS4 remakes. Uh, then that's just two. I mean, but they're, they include those card games, like, they include those mini, like, like, DS games and stuff in there. Some of them, they just include the cutscenes, so you just have to watch all the story. <laughs> yeah, they include the cutscenes, yeah. So, I mean, make some... Maybe we'll have to revisit this. Yeah. Maybe we can take a, uh, a week out of it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Safe, thanks for hopping on, buddy. Yeah, no problem. It's fun, man. I love bitching about things on on mic. <laughs> What what I else? I almost said camera, and I was like, "Wait, I'm not on camera." <laughs> I love bitching on about things on camera. That's what we do. It's, we're you know, it's our forte. But thanks, man. I mean, you had you had you did make some good points. I'm surprised you didn't talk about thirteen. I uh, a little isn't more important than important enough to me to matter. <laughs> Fair enough. Is is that controversial in itself? <laughs> For some, yeah. Is it? I mean, to, who fucking cares about thirteen? I mean, the people that like thirteen, and and I will tell you, like, I I defy you to find me anyone for whom thirteen is their favorite Final Fantasy, and they've played more than five Final Fantasies. Okay, <laughs> to back up on that. Uh, I mean, some people started with 13, but to be fair, 13 was never supposed to be a Final Fantasy game. It got the Final Fantasy title because they were like, well, let's throw Final Fantasy in this bitch. Wait, is that real? After yeah, that's, the first one. Yeah. 13 was never like like the story of 13 was never supposed to be attached to a Final Fantasy game. They added that shit like they added like the summons and and stuff like that to be Shiva. And, and they just called it 13 after. You can look that shit up. That is fact. That's why I don't. Re- that's why I don't, I don't really care about thirteen because initially it was never supposed to be a Final Fantasy game. It just later tagged on to be a Final Fantasy game. See, I knew that they did that with Lightning Returns because, well, I don't. I guess they never officially confirmed that, but Lightning Returns pissed me off so bad because they had there was they had said that there was a uh, Valkyrie Profile game coming, Valkyrie Profile Three, and that series is awesome and super rare. And then suddenly Valkyrie Profile 3 gets canceled. And not long after that, Lightning Returns comes out. And it's like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what happened there. Because Lightning Returns is a game about you acting at the will of a god on a short time scale to grab the people who deserve to survive the end of the world. It's like, hmm, hmm. What was Valkyrie Profile again? By the way, that ending is dumb as shit. Have you seen the ending for that? I have. It's terrible. And she's just like, I'm on a train. And then I was like, this is fucking pointless. Anyway, the whole game is pointless. Honestly, never play those. Those are fucking, that ending is pointless. Lightning Returns is pointless. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Shin, you got any closing thoughts about, uh, 
Nope. All right. Safe. You have no, any clo- no closing thoughts? Uh, my, my closing thoughts are that the Crucible is great, and you should check them out at www.thecrucibleffxiv.tumblr.com or on our Facebook page under The Crucible or on Twitter at twitter.com slash cruciblefxiv. You did it. Also, we have a Patreon and a Twitch. You did it. All right. Don't forget to check out their SoundCloud. Yeah, check out their SoundCloud. Someday. Yeah, one day. Uh, for me, uh, any closing thoughts? Uh, there are a lot of you out there. All of you have your entitled to your opinions, and that's what it makes you know opinions that um, popular or not. Final Fantasy is a prolific game series. It has lasted many years, many ages. It has seen some highs and <laughs> seen some lows, uh, and everyone's going to have their favorite. Uh, does it make what you think about a certain series wrong? No. Does it make what you think about a certain series right? No. Just play the games you enjoy in the series and have fun playing them. Uh, Unless you hate all Final Fantasy games, in which case you're wrong. Yeah. I can get out of your comfort zone. Call of Duty noob tuber. <laughs> I've. <laughs> Right now, there's some there's somebody's older brother laughing like, eh, fucking look at his younger brother, like nerd. <laughs> anyway, as always, be passionate about the games you play, love them, but never, you know, harsh on anybody that also loves the series. That's what I would say. That's my advice for this episode. Never, never, never put down anybody for loving what they love. I agree with that. All joking aside. Yeah. Uh, Unless what they love is a Stinian, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> there it is. With that being said, you can uh, if you love us, you can and you want to play with us, you can reach us on Gilgamesh and join Umbra, dominant Umbra to be exact. That's the FC running on Gilgamesh. Uh, we have some people that are on vacation, and I feel they're lost right now. Like I've been like logging in, I'm like they're not here. Where are they? So I'm bummed out, but they're they're coming back this weekend. So I'm excited about that. And if you love us but don't want to be near us, which is completely understandable, <laughs> uh, you can find us at weekly off every Friday at six thirty p six thirty p.m. Pacific, nine thirty p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can find our show recorded uh, every Monday on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. We will work on getting the iTunes feedback this weekend. Hopefully, it should be up for this Monday uh, with all of our backlog once it's back up. Uh, you can find our website at maelstromradio.com, or if you'd like to email us, there is a contact form on the website, or you can get us at show at maelstromradio.com. Uh, you can find a link to our Discord channel, both on website and on Twitter, as well as on our Twitch channel and on our Twitch uh, pages. Uh, we will be working on getting those links updated. It, the website and Twitter are both up to date. Uh, speaking of Twitter, you can find us at twitter.com slash maelstrom underscore radio on Facebook at facebook.com slash maelstrom radio. And finally on Twitch at twitch.tv slash maelstrom radio. Well, now you know where to find us. Uh, and I'm going to throw this one more thing out there. Uh, once we get iTunes back up, please, if you are on iTunes, if you just have an iPhone and you don't even though you don't use the iPhones app. Do us a favor. Go to the podcast app. Go to iTunes. Log in. Give us a rating. Uh, that immensely helps us. Uh, in fact, once we hit 50 ratings, regardless of what the rating is, whatever you give us is your choice. 
Once we hit 50, we'll, we'll do a giveaway, and uh, you could win something. Uh, I haven't decided what that something is yet. Probably something off the Mog Station. But you like free stuff, and we want to give it to you. So take, take, take it. That's what I, that's what I, <laughs> you know. That, that, listen, that's a proper and On giveaway. that note. Yeah. So, uh, I'll take whatever you're offering. There you go. I'm going to go ahead and mute on that then. Till <laughs> C swallows all. There you go. Yep. <laughs> if it was Yoshi P for Xantatsukin, I know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> mute him before he starts. He starts crying into the mic. <laughs> I want to yet again thank my co-host Shin uh, for hanging out with me again on every Friday. Uh, we're at, at episode 84, and I keep saying this every week, but we are getting inching and closer to that 100th episode. want to thank Safe from The Crucible for hopping in and discussing his unpopular opinions with us. And uh, go check out The Crucible. They're uh, funny stuff, and, uh, you know, learn about Whatever their last episode was, or their last article was, was it cucking, I think? Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. But you know what? Till sea swallows all, keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is a production of maelstromradio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash ben773. Our outro is provided by Sodo. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash Sodo. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.